Welcome to The Breadwinners, the podcast about the never-ending hustle and its impact on all aspects of our lives. We're interested in what it takes to keep everything going. This podcast is about women, working, money, and family. We consider the research, talk to experts, and share our takes on what we're learning every day about breadwinning. I'm Jennifer Owens. I write about working, wellness, and women, and founded the Working Mother Research Institute. And most days, I'm joined by my co-host, Raquel Ellison. Today, we're back for a special series, talking to guests about the challenges facing the sandwich generation, meaning those of us juggling kids, parents, and careers all at the same time. Christopher Husiak, thank you so much for sharing your expertise with us today. Hi, Jennifer. Thanks for having me. I'm excited for our conversation today. So, Christopher, you are CEO and founder of Final Security, which I suspect it's the company we all wish we have when we go in to untangle our parents' like financial accounts because we realize we don't have the passwords, nor do we have any idea what their security question and answer might have been. So I would love to start there and say, could you describe it? You describe it as a digital estate and legacy planning company, but what does that mean and what do you do? Great. So like you said, we're a digital estate and legacy planning company, and we specialize in the cleaning and transferring of your digital information and assets upon death. Now, that's a big sentence. And what does it really mean? Yeah. <laughs> so to start our conversation, I, we can uh, break this down into a question. Do you know what happens to your digital life once you're gone? No, I do not. <laughs> oh, and you're not alone there, because for most people, when they're first posed with this question, it's the first time they've ever considered it. But once you, mm. when you start to internalize it, the gravity and importance starts to hit home because there's no denying now that we're living in a digital world. And with that comes new risks and responsibilities. And at Final Security, our mission is to protect, care for, and serve our members as we would family. And we do this through our four main services. First is the Info Vault. It's a place where our members can upload their files and documents, photos, usernames, and passwords. Our device cleaning, where members will register their devices to be remotely erased once they're gone. Our social and cloud clean, it's similar to the info vault where you're going to put in your login information, but one of our staff members would go in and close or delete that on your behalf. Oh, okay. It's like, so it's huh, interesting. Yes, I love it. Okay. <laughs> now, last one, and this is a great one. People love this. It's our My Final Goodbye. And you can go on and create a message. You can attach a video to it and send it to one or many different people. So no longer oh my you goodness. Have to hold on to that last voicemail. Is that uh, well? Yes, which I have. I I have. I have for my dad, but also uh, it makes me immediately think of uh, every movie that always says, "If you're seeing this, I have died." <laughs> <laughs> you can have that in there. Yes, <laughs> and uh, it could be. Um, can we start a big murder mystery with our final? You know. <laughs> Do you tell me what I say? <laughs> the lost treasure map. Here's where you'll find yeah. it. And then you go off on this grand adventure. That would be yeah, kind of cool. Okay. I hope I can set that up for my family when the time comes. All right. that That's the plan. Okay. I like that plan for us. So, <laughs> well, and what is your background? How did you come to like see this? Because I have gone, it's both the parents and I think of it in terms of our family of adult child to parent, but you know, it, it could be spousal, like, you know, it doesn't have to be that way. But in my mind, I think of it of going into my mom's house to help her figure out and untangle something. And it's so tangled. Oh, um, the digital knots. So I'm just, uh, how did you come to see this as something that needs to be done? What's your background? Tell me what brings you to these digital knots? 
my background is in technology and business. So that's the okay. lens in which I look at the world. And I'm someone with lots of ideas. I love connecting the dots. But in the truest sense of the word, I'm an entrepreneur. And, you know, and just my personal goal is to help people. I yeah. to make a difference with my work. But the idea itself came from family. It, mm. it was one of the first nights when my daughter was first born. That first week, which if you're a parent, you know, is really tough. Really tough. <laughs> Nobody can prepare you for it. You can say it, but until you're in there, you have no idea. But and it right. was rolled myself out of bed one of those first nights when we were actually home. Did the zombie walk down the hallway. And as I was holding her in that nursing chair, and ours was one of those ones that you could knock or hear it knocking throughout the entire house and just hoping you <laughs> didn't wake her back up in that chair. But it was in that moment, like many new parents would do, I started to think about the future. And with my background in tech and business, I started to think about my digital life. And was there anything I needed to do with that regard to make sure that they're protected and safe? And it was those thoughts that led me down to learning there was a true need for final security. So I created it for my family, but also for yours. Interesting. Yeah, because how... I mean, we all have a digital footprint now. I mean, now your children have one, right? I mean, they just, we exist everywhere. And I've, I've had the experience of losing a family member and their social accounts are still alive. And then trying to figure that out. There's also, but I don't know. Do we have a sense of how big our footprints are or what we should be thinking about in terms of digital footprint? But in, in general, I, it's bigger than you think. Okay, right? And even at that, it's even bigger than that. But it, it's hard to gauge because it's different for everyone. And yeah. we could, so we could probably sit down and write a thesis on this. It's a very big topic and it's growing and changing every day. But you know, some of the common items would include your documents and files on your computer, photos. Okay. Oh, yeah. Like your homebound digital footprint as opposed to, because I was thinking about the extended one, but you're right. Like what's on your hardware? Right. But these things are everywhere now. So it's on your computer. It's on your phones. You know, it's all intertwined anymore. Your social media accounts, your medical files, and those medical accounts, those all count toward it too, because they're online now. Financial information and accounts, you know, one that people are becoming more aware of, but location data, your phone is reporting and phoning home to where you are all the time. And that gets stored somewhere. And, you know, a current one that we hear on the news a lot, cryptocurrency. That's another big one. So those are just <laughs> some of the <laughs> no more common No one can find their cryptocurrency. That's always, you know, like I have $4 billion in cryptocurrency, but I don't know the password. <laughs> oh, that was a really uh, popular story about that one guy. I think he got locked out too. So, I mean, and if he had oh. security, he could have saved that password and there would have been fine. But like I said, large topic and it's individual yeah. for each person. But those were just some of the more common items. And if you head over to the website, we have lists and checklists and things to help you manage it and navigate it. Well, and so that's one of the things I was thinking about, that it's staying up, up to date with our various accounts. Because also, as security, as online security grows, because now, you know, like Google's always doing the suggested password, which is great because I truly am one of those idiots. I do not have password as my password. I'm not that bad, but I do use variations of the same password. So I'm trying to get better. But like staying up to date with that stuff, I would think is is important too. Because I, I know my my mom is always changing her passwords. <laughs> so I don't know what they are. <laughs> That's a great observation and a really important point. It's critically important to make sure that your information is current in your info vault. Mm -hmm. But I'd like to look at this from a non-technical perspective. You know, so in the business world, we might call this a process. But for us personally, a routine. And it's pretty simple. We just need to get into the practice of updating our information in final security in your info vault. Okay. Each time we update passwords, 
But coming down the pipeline, we do have something in development, a new tool that's going to make this even easier and more seamless. Just not ready yet, but stay tuned. Okay. Oh, that's good. Because it like you want to automate this stuff, you know, because you are dealing, you know, technology changed so much for my generation. The, if you think of it for the generation of our parents, it's even a bigger gap. Not that our parents aren't tech savvy or wannabe or whatever, but it's a lot for us to keep up with, I think, as things change. And so, yes, as our digital footprint grows, we're like, um, and what I'm thinking about is like the only way you can get into like a gym is through your phone app now, you know, like and showing your vaccination records and it's just everything is becoming more digital, which only adds to our footprint. I guess it's just it's a lot. It's a lot for people to kind of carry with them and then to think, yeah, it doesn't just all go poof when you're gone. I don't know. Have you heard are are people when the when people are coming to you, what are they looking for? Like to kind of be able to just shut it all down or to transfer ownership to like their executor? Like I, I what's the hope of uh, your customers, do you think? Well, it's a mix of everything, but really what they're looking to do is to remove them from burden and to ensure that your final wishes and your assets are yeah. actually transferred and found. So it's not just a guessing game. Right. <laughs> you mean uh, it's just not going to be everything's on a post-it and a gazillion post-its at that? Yes, I'm talking about my dad. <laughs> <laughs> it could be, but the, you know, the challenge there is that can you find those post-its? And that's where the challenge yeah. lies. No, I cannot. And that they weren't updated. Because, you know, that it was all, anyways, yes. Or you can be like me, my new puppy loves to eat post-it notes. It's a new thing. I love <laughs> eat post-it notes, but he is strategic. <laughs> he hones in. So, so I'm at the age where I do, I use digital lists, but also I still like to, my meeting yeah. to do is on a post-it note. Right. I have it right there, right at my desk. I update it every day. And he hones in and he eats the perfect one. It's the one I needed, the one I don't have the notes <laughs> otherwise. I... He's very advanced. He is. He's advanced. the one he needs, and he went and he took it and ate it. It made for a next challenging day trying to remember. <laughs> oh, well, and so I'm talking a lot about our parents. What are you thinking about in terms of our kids? You know, like, and their social digital footprint. I know we're talking about final, you know, the end of lifetime and stuff, but the footprint of controlling it for other family members, I guess. Well, but for kids, it's a longer time horizon. So for our parents, the amount of time that they've been utilizing technology, Mm. well, it's not trivial, but think about an entire lifetime. So I'm in my 30s, nearing, rounding to 40 almost. And, you know, I've been doing this since I was a kid in my parents' basement, but I was probably, what, 12, maybe when the first computer came around for us and my family. Yeah. But my, my son, he's my youngest, he's four. And that's a much longer time horizon of where they're going to be building and adding to it. And they're utilizing technology just as much as we are in just different capacities. So imagine an entire lifetime, a true lifetime of adding to that, that can yeah. be used for who knows what later down the line. Right. I think of all the accounts that I've started places that I don't use anymore. And I'm thinking like um, I have been uh with a lot of different brands. And so let's start a, I noticed that I still have the login for certain Facebook accounts that I've been in charge of and they should get rid of me. 
But that's part of it too. I, I mean, maybe I'm a special case because I've I've run brand social channels, but I also know that I have one for Snapchat that I haven't used for like at least like my daughter was in like middle school and we started that just to see what it was. So and she's in college now. So I don't it's know. Do you think we ought to be going through? Yeah, <laughs> it really. So even if it's personal or for business, it's a matter of planning. Yeah, and that's exactly what the parent topic is here. Just putting a plan into place, putting some protocol into place so that it's just not up to the whims of other people or chance. You have something strategic and planned in place. So there's no guessing game. There's no ambiguity. Now, are you thinking of it in terms of like, like a digital will in the sense, not the the will itself, but that it's, it's like final wishes as you would for dispersing your uh, estate. Well, we do have a, a will component to the site, but oh, I think it, well, there you to, go. <laughs> to, to, it adds to it, though. These services supplement that where yeah. a will may give you direction and some of the more traditional, you know, I would like my children to go here. My assets are going to be transferred there. But our digital lives are just as much as our more, quote unquote, traditional. Right. And let's, for example, you can't get into some accounts or they're can't find the passwords to your financial information. You can end up yeah. in probate trying to get access to these things. And it costs money. It's stressful. And obviously, it's going to be during a very emotional and hard time in our lives. Final security completely removes all those complications and burden. Right. Because you've already clarified everything before it becomes a stress point. Absolutely. You know, and so we built something to make this even easier anymore. It's our online document builder. It's like Mad Libs. You can go onto the site and we've been saying that, you know, you can create a plan within five minutes, but that's really true now. You can go on and you can select, hey, I'm looking, you can find my important items here. You click it, it populates pretty much a mad lib and you just type in the information, hit save, automatically gets added to your info vault. So then later you can go back in, they can see that, they can create a PDF from it. We've made it really easy to make sure that you can make sure that your family's protected. Well, and now how do you get your parents involved? in this. Say you have a parent who thinks the post-it note system is working just fine. Thank you very much. (laughs) It's just a matter of conversation. You know, we had an initiative. We came up with a campaign a while ago, called it the password fairy. And Uh, and it's silly, but so this conversation, nobody likes to talk about it. And I get Mm -hmm. that, but it's really important. So our thought was to have something that's fun and you can check it out on YouTube or just go to passwordfairy.com and it, it pulls up. And it's me and this guy with post notes all over himself and he's hitting me with a magic wand. It's just, <laughs> it's a matter of just bringing it up and being direct about it. And you'll be surprised that you can even use this video as a lead in because it's silly and it gets you laughing. Yep. But then the conversation started. And I think that's what matters. You can even lead in by asking them some memories and getting the conversation flowing with some positivity. And then you can use one of our checklists online or get into the portal. And you know we have a, a digital estate planning tracker where you can check things off and just going through and talking about it. And as you're talking about it, you can just add things into the portal. And so I love that because uh, that's, uh, I, and I love that it's post-its. I love that it's not just me dealing with a parent with post-its. So <laughs> it's just not my own personal experience. But how about our social media presence? Like, how do you deal with, that, you know, when they do the thing with the um, the one-time password, it, you know, code to your phone, like, how do you how do you deal with the social media, like, shutting it down or however your loved one wants to deal with it? Well, it's a matter of having access. So that's where the information will be plugged into the info vault. 
yeah. what happens to your social? I mean, anything without planning anything as possible. You know, two common scenarios, and maybe we've even seen this lately. Cyber criminals are targeting the deceased. Have you ever had really? a, a message? Yes. I got some notes. We'll, we'll get into that in a little bit. But have you ever had a message from someone who you know is deceased on Facebook? No, but oh my God. <laughs> Actually, just in, it was one of my best friend's fathers who passed away about a year ago. I got a message just yesterday. And I was, you know, as we're leading this conversation, I thought the timing was funny. But oh, he's been gone. I know he's been gone. But yeah, sometimes a you may not be aware and what they're doing is they're going in and you know, they give you a sob story about hey send money for you know niece or nephew is hurt and it, yeah. it's an easy way to scam people because there's a trusted source in the middle but also it could be avoiding pain because if you're getting unexpected memories popping up all the time and you're not used to it it's just uncomfortable yeah completely like that it's you know the the awfulness of the scam is one level but getting you know under the the guise of your loved one's name is gut-wrenching, you know? So, it, yeah. It has that extra layer of yuckiness to it. Yeah. So they're finding, like, disused social media accounts to, like, parrot, mirror, do things with. Ooh, that's terrible. Yes. Oh, so that, that's a completely other reason to shut all this stuff down. O- other than, like, estate planning access to, you know, financial accounts and legal stuff and the like. It's just the making sure that the stuff is out there not to be targeted, these social accounts. Yes. That is awful. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm a little stunned that people would do that, but people are, you know, can do terror. There are terrible people doing terrible things. That is, that is too much. So it's called ghosting. And on our website, we have a whole blog article about what it is. And we reference a bunch of ARP articles where they discuss what yeah. it is. But essentially just you know, masquerading as someone who's deceased and targeting family and friends who are unaware. Crazy. Well, so that's where it's so what should we be thinking of when it comes to our digital footprint? Because that's certainly a big one in that kind of it seems to me what if you leave an account kind of fallow out there, you're kind of asking for it to get picked up, you know, like and disused. So what are some of the things you think that we should be thinking about when it comes to our digital footprint? So we've touched upon a bunch of these already, but let's wrap it up in a package for everyone so you can digest it because it's a lot. There really is. And Mm -hmm. this is the first time you're thinking about it or hearing this. It's a lot to take in. Yeah. But what's going to happen if you don't have a digital state or legacy plan? Maybe you have that safe with some really important items in your closet, but like the sticky notes we've talked about, you don't know where it is with the code on it. What about those priceless yeah. photos on your phone or computer? <gasps> yep. And the, But nobody has your passcode, so they're not going to be able to get into it. Your social, yeah. financial, and other accounts online, those are inaccessible without the login information. And we said earlier, you may end up in probate trying to get access. And like yes. we just touched upon, making things worse, cyber criminals are now targeting the deceased. Then I'm not sure if you've heard this, and this is from ARP. It can take up to six months for the government, banks, financial institutions, and other agencies to officially share and register death records. And when you consider funeral announcements are widely available online, it's become a treasure trove for criminals. So ultimately, wow. the thing to take away, this is about your family. And final security is an easy and affordable way to protect them from burden, to ensure your wishes and assets are found and protected. If it's okay, I'd like to part with just one more question to post to everybody. Yeah. I'd like you to think about a time that you protected a loved one. Maybe a time your son or daughter fell off their bike. 
or they got hurt during a sporting event. Maybe helping them cope with the loss of a loved one or helping them heal after that first heartbreak. You protected them then, final security will protect them when you're gone. I love it. I love it. It's, uh, and it's, you know, for those of us who are a little older, you know, really when you think about estates, you're thinking about, you're thinking about money and real estate and photos and, you know, things you want to pass down. And I think it's, you know, it's, the digital footprint has been growing for a very long time, and yet it still seems a little different. And yet I, I think the, the upshot is, is that it's not. It's part of the same thing. It's part of the same universe of things that you leave behind. So I love it. Yeah, they match together. It's more than your tangible yep. assets anymore. And that's probably over the course of the past couple of decades is where it's been trending. It's not just, you know, passing on your car or your house. It's, it's more than that. Right. And if you don't have a digital estate plan, you have a digital hole in your future plans. Yeah, I love it. That Well, thank you so much. Well, Christopher Husiak, thank you so much for joining us on The Breadwinners today. You have given me a lot to think about. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us on The Breadwinners. I encourage you to email us anytime at thebreadwinnerspod at gmail.com or visit us at thebreadwinnerspodcast.com. Please remember to subscribe and to rate and review us. It really helps us grow. And until next week, keep hustling. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.